You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Donald trying to extend this drive, throws off his back foot off balance, and he somehow fights Crowder. Tyson Tim has deflected, and picked up Mosey, he'll kick it in, it's a pinch Jones has it taken away by Jamal Adams, and he is in for a catch touchdown. Reverses all over the place, and the catch is made by Anderson. Now your host, Tom Tuttle and John Eddie Jr., that's right. I am Tom Tuttle, and this is the Back Row Jets Show. I am with John Eddie Jr. as well, which we also host a show called Fantasy Fuel. So if you're into fantasy football, please give us a little bit of a listen. Now, John, the schedule has been released for the New York Jets and all of the NFL teams, for that matter. And I think we should talk about it a little bit. And I know we did it a few weeks back, but we didn't know where where each team was going to play and all that. So uh, we're going to talk about the schedule a little bit today. And hopefully, if you listen to a few weeks back, you can still enjoy this episode. <laughs> yeah, there are some interesting uh, twists and turns throughout the schedule this year for the Jets. So we'll get into that. I know you got a couple mm-hmm. of news items we can get into first. So without further ado. Yeah, I mean, last week, after we got done with our episode, the Jets then immediately decided decided to sign Frank Gore. So that was nice of them to wait until our episode was over so we couldn't fit that into that episode. So this is kind of old news if you're listening to this, but I do want to talk a little bit about the signing because Frank Gore is awesome. (laughs) I just love, absolutely love Frank Gore, and I think he has – it makes perfect sense for the Jets to do that. Now, what it means for LaMichael Pirine, maybe that means they want him to sit back, learn, and maybe be the back of the future, depending on how how good he is and how well he progresses throughout this year and maybe even next year. Who knows how long Frank Gore is really going to be with the Jets. I'm sure if we like him and he does a good job, we'll have him right back with us. And, you know, he is he is a almost a starting type of running back to begin with. So now that we have Le'Veon Bell – and Frank Gore, and now we have even Michael Piran sitting behind them. Our running back depth is pretty decent. Maybe it's not perfect, but I really like Frank Gore. I'm really happy that we signed him. And as Network in the chat just uh, put up there, and I agree with him, Frank Gore is a very good blocker. That will help out yeah, Sam yeah. Darnold in many a situation. Not that Le'Veon Bell is a terrible blocker, but yeah. now you have more good blocking running backs that can help out do a chip whenever somebody, if the Jets don't happen to sign Jadavion Clowney, when they're playing against Jadavion Clowney, you've got somebody with <laughs> enough experience out there to help in those types of situations, and it'll keep Lev Bell fresh, and it'll keep Michael Pirine in a, uh, a learning role. Frank Gore is just, he, he keeps on ticking. And at this point, I like the signing by the Jets of Frank Gore, but it almost feels like he's just trying to sign with every team that he hasn't (laughs) been on, and he's making his way through the AFC first. He's only got the Patriots left. That's it. (laughs) I I Honestly, I think he's sticking around so that if his son is good enough to be in the NFL, (laughs) he wants to play with his son. I think he'll go wherever his son gets drafted. 
in the NFL. So I think that's actually what he's probably trying to do. Uh, have we ever had in the NFL a son and a and a dad play together on the same team? I don't believe so. That's uh, so far-fetched, and yeah. it's still a couple years out no matter what. Uh, I Frank believe Gore's Frank Gore Jr. Playing. is a freshman in college this year, so he's got to at least get a couple years under his belt. Not yeah. saying Frank Gore Sr. won't be able to do it, but... He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I mean, if any running back can play for 4,000 years, it would be Frank Gore. Right. I, I completely think that he wants to play until his son want, is, gets in the NFL, and I think that would be a really cool story, and I would love to watch it. Uh, whether or not he'll be on the Jets, I don't know. But right now he is, and that does help the Jets running back depth. But uh, we do have to talk a little bit about the wide receiver depth, which mm-hmm. does take a hit when we lose somebody like Quincy Inunua. He is done for the year, and it's not completely shocking, but it's possible he is done for his career. That neck injury he could just not recover correctly from. The Jets had to put him on the pup list. It's unfortunate. Uh, this just sucks because I really like Quincy Nunez. He is in a very he's a very talented wide receiver, and we signed him what a couple years ago, or was it even last year for a decent contract. And now we're not going to use him. So it just kind of it's just it puts a dagger through my heart. Puts a dagger through our plans. I think as the New York Jets kind of wanted him to play because then we could have a pretty decent receiving core. Not that it's not bad now we call we all kind of expected Quincy Noon was wasn't going to last if he got into the season at all so it just it just kind of sucks that Quincy Noon could not be a part of this Jets team when we need every weapon we possibly can for Sam Darnold to give us get us to the promised land so yeah this it's really unfortunate for him I hope I hope this doesn't mean a career-ending injury for him. I hope he can get out there, at least on any team. I'd like to see him play. Now, I, obviously this is not shocking revelation-type news. Right. We yeah. all knew Quincy Inunua had these issues, and we anytime you see a neck injury, it's bad. Yeah. And yeah. you hope it isn't as bad as you know it always can be. But I think... The Jets did a decent job in preparing for the possibility oh, yeah. of not having him. Um, obviously, we draft Denzel Mims, still have Jamison yep. Crowder, and we yep. signed Brashad Perriman. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those things that I think they knew, and that was not that they didn't already need wide receiver help, but I think mm-hmm. that's why – they signed Perriman and drafted Mims as high as they did. And speaking of Perriman, I just wanted to throw that out there. He had the highest percentage of routes run beyond the sticks in 2019. <laughs> so that is exciting. Right. As, as awesome yeah. as we think Denzel Mims is going to be in that kind of a role, Rashad Perriman is just as good at at least getting down the field and opening things up for everybody else. Yeah, I really like that stat that shows you what not just the type of receiver that he is, but the, the type of playmaker that he can be when it comes to the NFL. And hopefully he does become that. Um, one more thing I want to put out there about the Quincy Newell stuff. It, this kind of opens a spot up for somebody like maybe Vincent Smith where we, he's a possibility that he can actually get out there. And a lot of people really like the guy. And I've never really been – on board with him, but maybe this is the chance for him to prove himself and he can become a guy that can 
be for the Jets that we needed Quincy Nuno to be. So I'm crossing my fingers, hoping for that. Maybe we can sign somebody that's still out there. I mean, there's plenty of other receivers we could sign that could kind of fill that gap. But we'll see. I, I hope we do something that improves the team, not something just to do something. All right. Uh, well, let's get on to go ahead. I got go ahead. one more thing before we get into the schedule, just to reassure some maybe hesitant Jets fans or hype up some that didn't need any extra hyping up because there's a lot of people outside of New York for the most part that mm-hmm. aren't as high on Sam Darnold. And I just want to give you this stat that sounds insane. Because, you know, we just had the new draft class of quarterbacks. Everybody was hyped up on them. Joe Burrow, Tua, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, yeah. Jalen Hurts. All these guys out there, oh, they're talking mm-hmm. about them. Now just, just think for a minute. Sam Darnold has yet to finish a full season because of injury and mono. Not all his fault because yeah. you can't predict mono. That's just <laughs> weird. And when he came back, he was a very good winning quarterback he's yep. already dealt with two head coaching staffs already mm-hmm. had the worst offensive line in football we've said this many <laughs> times the nfl likes to mess with him i was at your place watching the monday night game when he saw ghosts and they couldn't stop talking right. about yeah. it he's dealing with yeah. the new york media all the time guess what sam darnold is younger than joe burrow <laughs> yes, I love that. I didn't know that, but I knew he was young going into last year. Right. That's that is that's perfect. I mean, honestly, that means he's a rookie. That means we can start all over. Let's see what happens this year. We'll give him another three. I always usually say three years, and then that's all right. If you're not cutting it by then, let's let's cut off the uh, the extension or whatever it is that you want to do with a quarterback. But hey, he's a rookie right now. Let's just go the next three years and see what yeah. happens. I really like Sam Darnold. I, I think he's a really good guy, and everything's been unfortunate. Well, obviously with the mono, uh, that's again you something you can't predict. So I, I, I really, I think we are building something to be successful right now. So I'd like to see him behind that build. I mean, he got thrown into a team yes. two years ago that just wasn't good. I mean, just flat out wasn't a good team. Last year wasn't good enough either. I mean, he got it. He, he had a winning percentage when he started games. So let's, let's not forget that. He is a good quarterback that just needs a little bit of help. We've given him some help, especially on the offensive line. And we are a better team than we were last year. There's no doubt about it. But that doesn't mean most people think that we're going to stink this year because our very difficult schedule. And I know last couple weeks ago, or a few weeks ago, I should say, we did an episode about how hard the schedule was. And we went through each team and we said, will we win this one? And I ended up saying that they'd be like nine and seven or something like that. And I don't completely disagree with that. I still look at it and I say we could still go nine and seven. Um, I, I I saw a couple questions out there uh, before the schedule release was put out there, and they said, "What team would you want to play first? And the first team that came to my mind was the Bills. Okay, the Bills. Now there was other ones out there that a lot of people said, oh, "I'd like to get the Chiefs just to get it done and out of the way." Yeah, I right. completely understand that. And I also saw some other people say, well, the 
the Patriots because, uh, you know, let's show the world either how bad the Patriots are or how good the Jets are, or at least that we can beat the Patriots now, you know, anything like that. I've seen all sorts of things. But my thought, which I didn't see anybody else say, was the Bills because I want to see how good we are. I want to see if we can stand up to the team that's supposed to win this division. I want to see if we can at least, you know, either win this game or get close to winning this game. I think this is a perfect opportunity for the Jets to say, we are a good team. Stop looking at us as a, as a bad team. Every single year we get put on the same record, like four and 12. They think we're going to go four and 12 or something like every single year. We always outproduce what they tell us. Always, always, but yet every single year they still put us at four and 12, five and 11 and whatever it is. It's just stupid. I'm like, we are a better team than what you say. Yes, we're mediocre a lot of times, but we're better than what they say. So I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to say the Bills are supposed to win this division. Guess what? It's not. It's supposed to be us. We're going to take this division. Let's let's make a statement right away. I want to see it. And I hope I hope we at least put up a good fight against the Bills, make it a close game, or at least win or or win the game all outright. And here's the thing with game one of the season every year. Yeah. This one looks better because it is the Bills. They made the playoffs last year. They're probably the front runners to win the division this year among most people. And mm-hmm. it's week one where the team might not be quite gelled yet. They got a rookie running back and a second-year running back running the show there. They just got Stephon Diggs. There's a lot going on there. Maybe they're not quite going to be as good as they will be later in the season, but if the Jets can pull off a win in week one against them, it's going to look that much better down the road when they're beating other teams as well. I I have... Absolutely zero issues with what you just said. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Maybe the Bills won't be as good as what they will be later on. So maybe we get rid of this first game right away, and maybe we get a chance to win this game, and that would be perfect. I mean, I saw some people when they were analyzing this this schedule, they said, oh, shoot, we got to play the Bills, and then the 49ers immediately after that. That's not good. Well, again, like we talked about before, (laughs) I think the 49ers could be a winnable game. I don't think they are as good as people think they are. Now, I wasn't going to give the Jets the win on this on the episode weeks ago because the 49ers obviously were a really good team last year, and I'm not going to just say the Jets are 100% going to beat the 49ers, but yeah. there is a possibility the 49ers take a decent step back, and early on the season, maybe they just don't gel like, like they would maybe on later on. And I, if their defense takes any step back at all, the team is not going to be good enough offensively to take to sustain success. So I'm hoping maybe we can show the world. And if we, if we go two and O against the bills Ooh. and Niners, they're going to, they're going to flip out the, the, the jets world will flip out. The NFL world will flip out. They'll say, are the jets for real? That will be a high line. I promise you that will be a, a headline somewhere. If are the jets for real, if we go our two and O, if we go Oh, and two, whatever, I was expecting to lose to the Bills twice and to the 49ers. So it's okay if we go 0-2. If we win one of those games, we're heading the right direction, and I really, really like that. Yeah, that, I couldn't say it any better myself. The, we agree that the 49ers will probably take a step back. Uh, they'll be kind of like the Rams from the previous year where I don't think they were as good as they should have been. 
for completely Falcons. different year for reasons. And you know, the Falcons, they're such yep. an enigma too. We don't have to go into that, but I do believe, uh, like you do, they will take a step back and it can be a very winnable game because again, that one is at home. Yeah, I, I just think it's very winnable to beat the 49ers. I don't think it's – I'm not going to give it an absolute 100% chance, like I said, but I think they're they're beatable. I really do. I think they can't sustain what they did last year. Right. Just not possible. And then we go on to a game where it's the Colts and the Broncos. I think, personally, I think these are winnable games, very winnable games, and we should win them. Excuse me. Um, but I think that – like you said, you were kind of iffy on the Colts because Philip Rivers and all that stuff. I understand that, but again, Philip Rivers chokes all the time. <laughs> I I have no problem saying that the Jets are going to win this game. I think if we don't win these games, we're not good enough. Plain and simple, if we can't beat the Colts, especially if we can't beat the Broncos, we're not good enough. The Broncos are very young, everywhere. Yes, and we have to beat them. Have to beat them. That is a game I would love to see on TV. I don't think it'll be a nationally Probably televised not, yeah. game, but uh, young Sam Darnold and Drew Locke with their new weapons and toys, that could be yep. a very fun game to watch. Absolutely. And then we have to move on to mm. a game that I just, unless the Cardinals just don't succeed. <laughs> I mean, the wide receivers that they have, just they have to succeed, but unless they don't succeed and they do what they did last year and they go 5-11 and 11 and they just kind of Maybe we could win that game too, but I'm not even going to go there because I think this team's going to be really good. I think the Cardinals are going to be a playoff team, and if we beat the Cardinals, so be it. I just I can't I can't see that happening. I think they're going to be a really good team. It might be, or I guess we'll hope it'll be a closer game than you think. Again, it's in New York, so Kyler Murray's traveling on the road to a hostile environment. Hopefully the defense is jacked up and the fans are jacked up. But yeah, let's get that chant going. J E T S. That's, that's right. Be perfect. But again, oh, that's wait. such an insane offense that could possibly be in 2020 with the Cardinals that yep. if you yep. can't keep up with that run and gun offense, then you're going to have a real hard time beating them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we go on to the Chargers, where I think this: if we don't win this game, there's something wrong with us. If we don't win this game, we we can't be successful. We have to beat the Broncos. We have to beat the Chargers. These are two have to wins for us to have any type of success. So the Chargers just aren't going to be good enough. Uh, we don't know what Terod's going to do. We don't know if there's a rookie quarterback in Herbert. I don't know what's going on, but. I think if we don't win this game, there's something wrong with the Jets. We have to win against the Chargers. Yeah, and right now the Chargers don't really have home games, so there may be just as many Jets fans in uh, Los Angeles there as there are Chargers fans. So it, there's no real uh, home field advantage for the Chargers right now <laughs> until they get in the new new stadium. So we'll see, but yes, it should be a game. It, they're a young team, hopefully, you know, on the upswing there, but they don't scare me yet. No, absolutely not. Um, if we move, we move on to the rest of the schedule here in the mm. middle part, we got the Bills. This is usually where I would say this is probably the hardest part of the schedule. Yes. But, again, I, we talked about the Bills. I think if the Jets are successful, we can beat the Bills. The Chiefs, there's no chance. I'm not even going to go there. We're not going to beat the Chiefs. But it's Bills, Chiefs, Patriots. Normally, I would say 
that's at least two losses. But the Patriots, I can't imagine, are going to be very good. They haven't done anything. Their draft was really quite bad. This this team is not going to be as good as people think they might be. I think they're going to be not awful, but I just don't think they're going to be playoff team. I think they're going to miss the playoffs, maybe just barely make it, if anything. But to me, that's the best they're going to do. They're not going to win the division in my eyes. I don't think they even have a chance for that. I think the Jets have a chance to win the division. A chance. A, a small chance, chance. Of course. And I think we can actually beat the Patriots, maybe both games, or at least one of these games. So I'm going to say Bills, Chiefs, Patriots, that's at least one win. Okay. Well, that Patriots game is a Monday night or two, which wouldn't surprise anybody normally yeah. because Tom Brady, it doesn't matter who they play, that's Monday night worthy for most people to watch. Mm, yeah. Yep. This year, let's hope. That is the complete opposite of what last year's Monday night Jets Patriots game was because that last one was one of the worst games I have ever seen in my life. That was the ghosts game for Sam Darnold and it was absolutely horrible. Let's hope he turns that around and gets them talking about it. Like, I can't believe we ever saw Sam Darnold talking like that. And they, you you know, 100% they're going to bring this (laughs) up. I mean, it's going to be almost the first topic of discussion that the Monday night people are going to say, well, remember last year, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Do you think that's going to happen again this year? Well, maybe their defense isn't that much worse or better or anything. It's pretty much the same. So maybe the, the Patriots' defense is still going to be fine, but uh, they don't have Tom Brady. Uh, this is completely different on the offensive side. And I know Belichick is great, and I get all that. And I can't stand saying it, but I'm sorry. This team, if, if they're successful, crown Belichick the best of all time. I just don't see how you can take a team that has a, a no-name quarterback, a nobody. I mean, I know Matt Castle was a nobody, but I don't know. Just just doesn't make – it's not – it's not computing to me this year. I don't see them being a very successful team this year. And I think we have very winnable chance to beat the Patriots. And then we go on to, which is very strange. It is strange. We go on to, we go on to the Dolphins. Then we have a bye. And then we play the Dolphins. <laughs> what is the NFL doing here? I, I, this hasn't happened apparently for like 29 years, 28 years, something like that, where we play back-to-back teams. I know we have a bye in the middle of that, but come on. Why why do we have to play the Dolphins back-to-back games? Yeah, I don't the, get it. It doesn't make much sense to me either. Yes, there's the bye week in between, but that just means like whatever the first game's outcome is going to be, <laughs> then they're yeah. just going to watch tape for two weeks straight and try <laughs> and stop whatever it was was successful on the other team, and we're going to have to come up with a completely new game plan yeah, exactly. and surprise them, and that's what that's not what you want to do in the middle of the season. You want a new game plan heading into the end of the season if you need to win the games and make the playoffs or keep it on the back burner, and hopefully you get to use some new wrinkles in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I I think these are both games the Jets are going to win. I'm flat out. I don't think the Dolphins, again, they're really young. If it's going to be Tua, I can't imagine he's going to be immediately successful. I mean, there are some weeks until he gets out there and he's probably going to have some success. But I think, unless it's not Tua, maybe it's Fitzpatrick, who knows. But uh, I, I think we can win both of these games. They have improved their team quite a bit. But I think we are a more, at least our defense to me, is yes. really a lot better than theirs. And I think that's the difference in the game. And I think our offense is good enough to 
to uh, keep up with theirs, even though they've improved their offensive line, their wide receivers, all that jazz. Um, it's just really strange that uh, we have to play them back to back. I, 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 like you said, you almost have to change your entire game plan up right, from, and then, then do you do that? Because then you would expect them to think that you're going to change it. <laughs> right. So you try to play something else. It's, uh, it's just one of the things where you got the, the poison in one glass. You say, aha, this is where I want the, you just took the one that I was going to take, but now you, is that how it's going to be? The princess and the bride type of thing. It might Come be. On. I like it. I like that uh, analogy there. And then what's even better in our little circle here, it's Dolphins, Dolphins, Raiders, and Network is a Dolphins fan and does the back row Raiders show. So there's three games in a row where Tom and Network are going head-to-head there to see which one of them gets bragging rights each week. That's that's three wins for the Jets. Because I honestly can't can't see how we can't beat the Raiders. They've tried to make improvements. They've made some really weird moves in the in the draft. We discussed that in Fantasy Fuel. So if you really want to talk about it, we can you go back and listen to our last episode of Fantasy Fuel. But they made some weird weird things with rugs and then Brian and it's like I don't know what's going on with the Raiders. It's still the Raiders. I I like Gruden, but it seems like every year he's doing something that's just like, huh? Like what are you doing, man? And I think the Jets have a better team than the Raiders. I don't I don't trust in Carr. I really don't trust in Mariota. So if they're end up going to Mariota land at this point in the season, then so be it. Please let Mariota be the I'd rather Mariota be the starter. The Jets will manhandle him. <laughs> yes. We will completely get, beat the Raiders at that point. And then we move on to yeah. the team that has to travel the most, but this one is at home. It's in Seattle against the Seahawks, (laughs) but they have to travel so much in this upcoming season that maybe even then they will just be exhausted every (laughs) other game. Who knows? But the Seahawks are a tough game no matter what, and they're even tougher at home, so I'm not expecting much. Yeah, I'm not going to give us the win here. I mean, Russell Wilson's a fantastic quarterback. I can't. I can't imagine beating that team with that success. Well, they've had success years straight. A good team. I, I'm not going to say we're going to win, but, I mean, I like how your, your mind is thinking where you're saying, oh, they have to travel a lot, so let's figure out every possible way we can win this game. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I'll take it. Maybe that is the key. Get them out there, have them travel, and we'll just somehow squeak by them. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love it if we did. And if we move on to an actual winnable game where we play the Rams, I, again, I don't see any way we, we can't win this game. If this, okay, there's three teams. Okay, I'm sorry, four teams we have to beat at least once with the Dolphins. And then we have to beat the uh, Broncos. We have to beat the Chargers. We have to beat the Raiders. Okay, there's five teams. We have to beat the Rams as well. We cannot go down to the Rams. Otherwise, the Jets are not for real. And at this point, we probably know it by then because this is late in the season. Yes, we're getting to that point. Uh, The Seahawks game will be very telling if the Jets can hang with the Seahawks and they're in any kind of playoff contention. Even if they lose to the Seahawks, there will still be some momentum if they can hang with them. Then you got to go into the Rams. Yes, it will be another game on the road in L.A., but... It's very winnable. Both Tom and I are not very afraid of the Rams. They no longer have Brandon Cooks. Uh, Nope. 
their running back situation is very up in the air. Their offensive line yeah. is a little. I mean, yeah. I'm a fan of Cam Akers. I like my Florida State yeah. Seminoles. I think he is very talented. But going from one of the worst offensive lines in college football to <laughs> a not very good offensive line in the NFL is not helping his situation. And at this point in the season, it, they should be able to take down a team like that. I sure hope so. I mean, if we can't beat the Rams at that point in the season, even if we're in contention and we can't beat them, it's like, well, okay, well, we're done then. We can't beat the Rams unless the Rams actually take off and be successful like they were years ago, like a couple years ago, which I can't see. No, I don't either. I can't see it. I think they're going to be really bad, to be honest. And I think Cam Akers might be the only part of that team that people are like, that guy's really good. Everybody else can be like, eh. Yeah. Honestly, I really do. Anyway, we go on to the Browns, which I think is a – it's becoming more of a toss-up game than I want it to be. <laughs> I think the I think the Browns are going to be pretty good, but at this point in the season, do we really think the Browns are going to be that good? I don't think so. I think the Browns are going to start out halfway decent, and then they're going to be like, oh, shoot, we're the Browns. We're supposed to lose <laughs> games. We have to even lose to the Jets. So they'll lose to the Jets, and the Jets are going to destroy them, unlike what, we, what happened to us like, Oh, every time we play the Browns, it seems like something stupid happens yes. and we lose to them. I can't stand it. That's not going to happen this year. We usually play the Browns right away in the season. That's right. This time we playing them at the end of the season. This is a Jets win. Guarantee. Guarantee it. Now, wouldn't it be not, not saying anything bad about either team? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. both fan bases have not had it very good over the last 10 or 15, yeah. 20 years. There's no doubt about it. No, doubt There's about been a couple playoff appearances here and there. Mm-hmm. The Jets had their thing. But would it be amazing? Would it be funny? What's the word I'm looking for? If both the Jets and the Browns are vying for a playoff spot week 16. It would suck because I don't <laughs> want to play the Browns when they're vying for a playoff right. spot. But it would be a very, I guess you would call it funny to almost anybody other than a Jets or a Browns fan. Because, I mean, yeah, we haven't been successful. The last time we were successful was, well, we were almost in the playoffs with Fitzpatrick. That was close. But then, of course, the flipping Bills had to ruin that for us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, last time we were actually in the playoffs was with Sanchez. <laughs> now, which was, fan- with butt fumble, so, yeah. Which fan base would be more devastated if this were a must-win, like, the Jets and the Browns, both of them have to win both of their last two games to have a shot at the playoffs. Which fan base would be more devastated with a loss in week 16 here? I have to say the Jets. I mean, I don't know if I'm being biased or not, but the Browns fans are just used to it. <laughs> They're just that serious. I mean, I'm not saying we aren't, but we make the, we've made the playoffs with chances. When's the last time the Browns made the playoffs? It had to be before the Jets. Oh, let's uh, ask Matt Brunning from the Back Row Browns show and see what his <laughs> thoughts are on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just feel like yeah, if we lost to the Browns this late in the season and we're in contention, it would be a dagger, a really big dagger. The Browns at least would be expecting it to a certain degree, and I know we would be too. But <laughs> it's just it would be, it would absolutely blow everything out of the water. We would just completely just drown we were drowned and we'd have to play the Patriots when we probably lose that game in the last game of the season <laughs> that, because we just lost the Browns and it would just be demoralizing so we have to beat the Browns that's another have to win game have to win because it. if we're 
if we're in contention, we have to go and play the Patriots. So that <laughs> means we we got to beat the Patriots. Right? That's another half to win. Got to win it. Got to win these games. I, I honestly don't think it's as tough of a schedule as people are making it out to be. Think about the Patriots. That's not anywhere close to the same as what they were years back. If they still had Tom Brady, this would be a really hard schedule. That'd no. be two games I'd say we can't win and we would not have a successful year. But now now that they don't have them, I don't think they're that good. I think we can win these games. I can think we can beat the Bills maybe once, maybe Again, like we said, the 49ers, and we have to beat the Broncos. We have to beat the Chargers. We have to beat the Dolphins at least once. We have to beat the Raiders. We have to beat the Rams. We have to beat the Browns. We have to win them all. Let's just do that. Let's just go undefeated and prove everybody wrong. <laughs> that would be um, <laughs> so that would stupid. be great, but here's the <laughs> thing. No matter what, if the Patriots are terrible and they are going Three and twelve up into week seventeen. Bill Belichick is still going to try everything he he can to try and beat the Jets, especially if they're in playoff contention. If he can't have it, then neither can you. And he's going to pull out all the stops. He's going to have a special play written on a napkin just for that game, (laughs) so that he he can say, "I got my napkin. Look what I wrote on here." That's just that still ticks me off. I can't stand him just for that. The fact that he was our coach for a day, and he said, no, can't stand this team. And he writes it on a napkin. A napkin. Gosh, I can't stand the guy. Apparently there was no toilet paper available. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He must have been in the future in 2020 where all the toilet paper has been sold out. That's right. So he had to use a napkin. All right. I suppose that's going to do it for the show, for the episode of uh, Back Row Jets Show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty entertaining, even though we already went over the schedule kind of weeks past. Um, Remember, you guys can check out all of the Back Row Network teams. There are plenty of them to go check out. So if you're into football in general, go check it out. Again, like I said before, check out Fantasy Fuel if you are into fantasy football. Also, check out the Back Row Fantasy Show because we are partnered up with them when we do this show. So, Unless you got something else, I think this is just about it. What do you say, John? 